Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Want to get smarter about investing? Then tune in to the Capital Ideas podcast from Capital Group, home of American Funds Distributors, Inc., one of the world's leading asset managers. Learn from portfolio managers with decades of experience by listening to the Capital Ideas podcast today. Two, what's going on? You too, what's popping? Yeah, 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 yeah. No days off. No, no, no. We back at it. We back at it, man. Shout out to everybody that has started. The, I know New York City started their school year. Shout out to all the educators out there. Shout out to uh, the home team at Dykeman. Shout out to y'all. We was outside yesterday. Shout out to everybody that pulled up. Shout out to the good brother, Kenny Stevens. Shout out to Miss Basketball. Shout out to uh, EEP Law. Um, and yeah, all of the good folks at Dykeman, everybody that came out for the back to school drive, um, all of the parents, all of the kids, uh, best of luck, uh, much success in this year's um, school, start of school. Mm-hmm. I think today was the first start of sc- first day of school in New York City. Yeah, New York City. Um, so, Damn, y'all start yeah, late. Man. Yeah, 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 everybody, yeah, yeah. like uh, uh, Atlanta, they start like uh, August 1st. <laughs> yeah, yeah we start, in Texas, we started early. Xander been in school for like four weeks already. <laughs> yeah, I know that's crazy. Go to school during the summertime. It's like that's kind of crazy. But um, yeah, best of wishes to everybody. And um, you know, anytime we get a chance to do anything with the good folks at Dykeman, it's all love. So shout out to all of the all of the uh the gentlemen and, and, and ladies um out there. And um yeah, it was dope. dope yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh that was dope, man. Giving them out school supplies. We had our kids out there helping out. Uh the team was out there. Uh, and big shout out, big, big, big shout out to our boys from Philly, Jalil and 13th and Create, man. It is New York Fashion Week. And so, you know, we stepped outside a little bit. I was making some, some moves out there. Yeah, we put, we put, yeah, we put some garments you know, on. You know what I'm saying? You know, those she something, I'll see you. <laughs> I mean, we, do, we only dress what yeah. we bless with. You yeah. know, that's all we do. Um, and shout out to our boy Sonny, 914 Mount Vernon. What's going on? We, uh, we have pulled up to uh, Misa Hilton's fashion conversation um, on Saturday night. So that, that was an eventful situation she is an icon in the fashion world and an icon in from where we from um here in westchester she's from mount vernon's own so oh she from out there yeah yeah, yeah mount vernon mount vernon man so oh, wow. okay. shout out to her that was incredible mary j stepped in um it was dope it was dope yeah, yeah icons so. and podcasting investing fashion world <laughs> see what y'all doing well played yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 i know some people were wondering where we're going to be at the event tonight the met gala i said look we got something to do on monday nights so mm-hmm. Got to put it on hold for this year. <laughs> Next year, though, we record it. Priorities. We'll got be do, we're reporting live from the Met Gala. Next, you got to have your priorities. Priorities. Uh, yeah, yeah. we here with y'all. Come on, now. It's, Why would we be there? It's all about priorities for sure. Um, <laughs> yes, good people. I uh, got a couple of announcements. Um, first and foremost, shout out to uh, the city of Detroit. So um, we're gonna be headed out there you to next. Yeah, I'm gonna tell him. We might as well tell him. Come on, just go ahead. Just run everything down. Go ahead. Yeah, now I'm gonna tell him that. Um, so we having a, a a networking event, networking party, how we like to say, and that's gonna be a super super dope vibe. So that's gonna be 
at uh, Sloppy Crab. And we'll we'll have a flyer um, probably tomorrow. But breaking wanna, news alert. Yeah, breaking news alert. That's at Sloppy Crab, and that is um, the twenty fourth, six o'clock on the twenty fourth. Come hang out with us. This is our first time coming to Detroit to do something. A lot of times, a lot of people have been asking us to come to the D for a long time. So shout out to my boy Ken. Yeah, shout, shout out, out to my shout out to my boy Chill. Mm-hmm. Um, they invited us out there, and also that weekend is definitely uh, the BMF release weekend. Uh, so I believe shout that they're gonna to have you. a re- release situation on Sunday. So um, yeah, man, you're gonna see us in the city, man. So show some love. Come out to the to the networking event on Friday, and um, let us know where to eat. Let us know what's going on. Um, Detroit's a good good city, man. I was there a few months ago. It was my first time ever going there, mm-hmm. and um, really enjoyed myself. I know Troy enjoyed himself. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm I'm happy. I'm actually happy that I'm going back before it gets cold. So um, <laughs> there will be no going back when it gets cold. Shout out to the D. So yeah, like I said, we're gonna release more information about the networking event, but I wanted to let Mark and Mondays know first before we drop the flyer. So make sure you pull up on us. Very important. You gonna stop there? Wait, 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 hold on. Yeah, I'm gonna see. You gonna keep going? No, wow. you might as well put on the show. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm gonna hype you up. Who gonna be the Medici family? I, I wanted to because they've been asking for it for come for on two years now. What for what? Where we going after that? Well, first, well, you want I don't know if Ian wants to let him people know where he's gonna be. Okay, okay, okay. No, no, go, no, no, that was a good uh, Euro step. I'll see you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not the news, brother. Not, Shout not, to Ian. Not, and, not, and not, not only will we be in in uh Detroit, but the good brother Ian Dunlap will be in Detroit also. So Red yeah. Panda Nation, um, come out. Ernest come out, come out. Um, yep. You know, any any time that we 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 get together, it's always a magical moment. So um, we gonna be with the good brother Ian all weekend, hanging out in Detroit. What up, yeah. though? Uh, is there like a game going on or something like that? Um, the Tigers probably. Yeah, yeah. Everything no, else no, is no, fo- no football. I gotta see. Let's see. Let's see if they home. Yeah, let's yeah, see. We'll let's, check that let's, out. Let's look into yeah, that. Yeah, if y'all got access to maybe we can to catch Lions a, game. Catch we'll, a Lions, catch we'll a Lions game. See if they who they playing. They had um, a crazy comeback yesterday. But uh, but yeah, yeah, we might even sneak our way into Canada. Who knows? <laughs> are, we, are we allowed to go into Canada? <laughs> I thought you said we were. Did they open, gave us the pass? Put it put they it in the border. I think I think they might have opened the um the Yo, border. We might want to uh, do that on Saturday. Let's Yo, go to Canada. I got the certified lover boy T-shirt, so that's that's like a. Easy pass, right? I just thought about that. No, it's right. It's right. It's right across the water. It, literally, we saw it. We're like, yo, that's a casino, right? Oh, we got. It. We got to look into this situation. Toronto, yeah. Canada for Saturday night. Uh oh. Ooh. Uh oh. Ooh we. This just got ten times more interesting. Hello. <laughs> so. I so, bling part two. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Yeah. So so yeah, pop out on us. Um, we'll save that second part to the next. Yeah, show. I thought you was going there. I'm, I'm like, you should though. But you gonna wait to the end? <laughs> when Big had victory, he didn't wait to drop it. <laughs> Let's see. You, you gotta leave. You gotta leave something. You gotta leave something. Turn my headphones up. <laughs> now we're, we're gonna see them next Monday, so yeah, we got yeah. we got another chance to talk. And to then him. also, oh, shout out to my boy Bobby Wagner who had a great game yesterday. It's ironic. Um, we so episode one fifty one of Earn Your Leisure drops tomorrow with Bobby Wagner, who is definitely. One of the best um, inside linebackers of all time. Mm-hmm. First battle Hall of Fame. His, sure. his resume reads like, but he's a very humble guy and he's a very smart guy. So he's his own agent. 
negotiated a $54 million contract for himself, which actually made him the highest um, inside linebacker mm-hmm. in NFL history. At the time. At the time. Yeah. Um, and he's really dope, really into investing, really into real estate, business, all of that. So the conversation that we had with him was really, really dope because the NFL is the highest grossing sports league in the world. But a lot of times people don't understand the dynamics of it. So he explained everything from being an agent, how to negotiate a contract, um, the bonuses that players get, all of the ins and outs of being a player, um, dealing with management, dealing with ownership. Mm-hmm. So And his investment strategies too. Yeah, investment strategies as well. So it's a super, super, super dope conversation. We break down the sports world, the NFL world and thought it was a perfect time to drop it with the release yeah. of, with the dropping what the start of the nfl season so you, you want to know how important this is to him i'm like this is crazy ian they played the indianapolis Colts. they had a one o'clock game the game finished about probably like 350 mm-hmm. uh, obviously they won right yeah at six o'clock i got a text bro can you just send me the audio i need i just want to hear it i'm like bobby <laughs> He's like, I'm a, he said, I'm gonna listen to it on a plane ride, bro. I, I just got to hear it. And so I sent it to him and he hit me back today. Like, yo, I love it. I love it. Yeah, so no, it's, it's going to be a dope man. one, man. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Bobby Wagner. So that, that comes out tomorrow and uh, Wednesday. We have EYL University. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be determined at, at the moment. To be I think determined. it might be us. I think it's, no, our- it's Ash Cash. This- oh, it's Ash Cash? Janet from the sky. From the sky <laughs> box. Ash, uh, we, we next Ash. week, right, Janet? Queen. Yeah, you guys okay. are next. Oh, that's that's Ash Cash. I, I didn't even know that. Damn, Cash. That's, that's, yeah, he's teaching on um how to create wealth with like writing books. So oh, that's legendary. Yeah. Ash Cash is teaching a book writing class. That's legendary. That's legendary. Ash Cash, we're we going know, to the class. That's one of my favorite episodes of all time. I was actually telling somebody the other day, they was asking about writing a book. I said, listen to Ash Cash. Like Ash Cash is the yeah. goat when it comes to book publishing, book writing. So Oh, we got all the heavy hitters. Ash yeah. Cash is teaching a class on Wednesday for EYL University, so check that out. That's my guy, man. He I just <laughs> Ken just hit me. Yeah, we going again. We going we going to that. They playing the Ravens, so we gonna pull up to that. They playing the Ravens. Yeah, we pulling up. That be a good one. Yeah, yeah, we going to that. Ken, good looking. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Live announcement. We will be in Detroit. Yeah, we'll be at that game. Yes, and then we'll be at the premiere after that. So yeah, we gonna we gonna enjoy ourselves. It's gonna be a good time. Yeah, good time. And we have something very special planned for New York, but we can't. Release that. No, not gonna yes, that. You can. no, no, we can't <laughs> say that. No, 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 I'm not even going to look at him to say that. Not yeah, yet. we not can't yet. do that. We can't do that. <laughs> New York, we ain't forget y'all, man. Stop it. You know, I'm feeling extra today. How y'all sit on all this content, though? Like, you never get a master P day where you like, I'm going to drop five episodes. <laughs> Just break the internet. Like, you know what's so crazy? We've been sitting on this Bobby Wagner episode for what, four For months, a minute. Man? Shot that in April. Yeah. April. We shot in April. Um, <laughs> So that's that's the key, man. It's key to success is just hold content because you never know. You gotta keep it in the top. Man, I would have hit the Russ and just put out 20 in one day. Like, <laughs> hey, go get all of them. But it's so, fitting, right? Like, yeah, one time back. Yeah, NFL's back. He had a great game. Uh, and I'm rocking, I'm rocking with the Seahawks this year. That's my team. That's my team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout yeah. Out to and then uh Saturday, man. You back at it. Oh, yeah. My financial planning class. I'm back Saturday, financial planning class. So it's a busy week for us. Tap in with everything we got going on. We appreciate you guys. And what time you going to have it? 12 o'clock yeah. Eastern, 11 o'clock your time. Yeah, I mean, also Saturday. So also Saturday. Ian, Ian might yeah. jump in. He jumped in last. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, Greenberg, shout out to Greenberg. That's our hometown. We be, we'll be doing um, a little back to school situation here. I know they're like, wait, y'all not from Dagman? Saturday. Are we doing a back to school thing? Yeah, oh, yeah. we also put some vending machines. We're going uh, to, I think the the board votes tomorrow if they're going to approve our vending machines in our old high school, Woodlands High School. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't 
I, I wouldn't think that <laughs> the board would vote against that. <laughs> that would be a terrible thing for oh. the culture. To, I don't think that would happen. So, yes, we are going to thank the board in advance for allowing us to put vending machines in our old high school, and we're giving a portion back to the senior class for their prom. So that's going to be a dope. That's going to be a dope situation. It's a busy week. It's a busy week. I mean, every week's busy, though. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. And what you got? Uh, no stock club card tonight. My baby's sick, so I'm going to do my daddy uh, daycare thing and look out for my baby and de-stress. <laughs> um, if you guys have watched Invest Fest Replay and you love the segment, um, I appreciate you for all of you that have hit me up. Um, if you guys want to be a part of the, the conversation we're going to have on Friday, I'll post that time tomorrow on Instagram. Um, I'll do a Q&A, so hopefully you can tune in Friday with me. Hop on Rashad Saturday. I may slide through, share some gems or two. And uh, for those of you that have joined our Ada pool, I appreciate you. Uh, let's keep running it up. Let's have an amazing show. Yeah, let's do it. So this episode of Market Mondays is brought to you by Ally Financial. Ally is an option if you're looking to bank or invest. Ally is the leading financial digital finance service company with passionate customer service and innovative financial solutions. They are relentlessly focused on doing it right and being a trusted financial service provider to both customers and communities. Get with Ally to make the most of your money so you can save, invest, and spend on the things that matter mm-hmm. to you. Shout out to the good folks at Ally. Ally. We are going to be in Detroit. So if Ally, our, our good friends, you can open we'll the door for us. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll be there. Oh, yeah, so we yeah, definitely yeah. got to stop by. Yeah, we got to have a tour. We got to have an official tour. A that tour, would be dope. A tour of the facility. Let's make that happen. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be dope. All right. So uh, before we go any further, do your own research. We've said that, and we've given you a lot of homework, and we've given you a lot of information, but make sure to do your own research. Our content is intended to be used and must be used for informational purposes only. It is very important to do your own analysis before making any investment based on your own personal circumstances. You should take independent financial advice from a professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you hear on our show and wish to rely upon, whether for the purpose of making an investment decision or otherwise. This is a message brought to you by the Good Brothers. Brothers. Avernia Legion and a good brother Ian Dunlap, the master investor, aka Trade Hover. You gonna show him the back of the jersey? Yeah, I may show him a little later. <laughs> show him a little later. <laughs> good lesson though. Please deliver on time. I'll say that. Um, what, 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 what's your guy's name? Mike B. Yeah, yeah shout yeah, out to Mike. Mike. Shout, shout out to Mike B for creating fire, incredible sewing, and delivering on time. That's very, very important. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. All pun intended. <laughs> Very, very. That's very important. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a major key. Business owners, make sure you have your product in the customer's hands in a timely fashion. Um, and we gotta stop blaming everything on Corona too, because that is like the number one excuse for every business that's not delivering on time. They're like, oh, it's Corona, it's a delay. <laughs> I get it, but you gotta plan accordingly. Um, okay, let's get into this conversation. So, I want to start off off the rip with uh, El Salvador. Mm. So mm. I actually put this on Instagram or Earn Your Leisure's Instagram page last week that El Salvador was the first country to recognize Bitcoin as a national currency. Um, so now I believe the president is saying that they're going to have um, an exemption for foreign investors uh, when it comes to their Bitcoin tax. So like mm. any tax on profit gains. Um, so is this, is, is he just trying to just, you know what I'm saying? Get some, get some yeah. clout. Is this like just a clout chasing it's, on a, on a high level or is it like something that's really going to make people go to El Salvador? Yeah. New, new vibe. Yeah. When, when, when I read the article, the first thing I thought was like, Cayman Islands, like every that's where we everything in rap was like, yo, high, we go hide money on the t- islands. Cayman. Yeah, like we, that's where we hiding our money. And so I was like, well, this is gonna be the new Cayman Islands. But to me, it was like, yo, is this the new incentive program? Like, how what what can we do to have people invest in? If you're if you're in Bitcoin, like if you're in cryptocurrency, like I get it. It mm-hmm. it kind of makes perfect sense, right? Like if there's somebody that's offering you no taxes on your gains. That's that's a pretty sweet incentive, especially yes. if you were early on in investing in cryptocurrency, especially Bitcoin and Ethereum. No taxes. Whew. So how do you feel about this, Ian? Every country, company or entity needs a competitive advantage and El Salvador doesn't have a big enough one. This can move the needle. I mean, we've seen how well it's worked in Puerto Rico. The part that sucks, though, you may have a bunch of displacement from those that are low income that are natives of there. Um, so anybody that you know who's living in Puerto Rico, you've seen those groundswell of people moving because of the tax incentives there. Um, so it's going to change the landscape a little bit. But if you look at the community of Bitcoin or crypto, they don't have a homeland. Right. So if your kids have ever played Fortnite, like you need a meetup spot. Bitcoin doesn't have that. Like the, a Coinbase conference isn't big enough for that at the moment. This is very innovative. I don't now. I think there's a little bit of clout in there, but if they are able to execute this, they probably have two or three million people that will be willing to move there um, as a result of this initiative. You, th- so you, think, you, you think that many people, two million people worldwide? I think that's a drop in the butt. Like for as it's fanatical, I like listen. New York Knicks fans are irrational. Bitcoin <laughs> holders are ten times worse than it. Like Bitcoin holders are like MLM people and wrestling fans like rolled in one with money. Like there's some of the most fanatical people that I've ever met. So absolutely. And then if you, let's say if you've been invested since 2013, right. like I was, and then yours didn't get stolen, like mine did. El Salvador sounds kind of sexy if you don't have to pay any uh, taxes on it. So worldwide in about a two or three year period. Yeah. And then you have to look, if you live in LA, New York, Miami, London, Cape Town, you probably can get a mansion for it. Yeah. I, w- I wonder what, what the stipulation 
Yeah, like how long do you have to live there? Can you take the capital gains out while you're there and come back? Like what would be the stipulations? They, they, I mean, they'd have to release all that before anybody, I mean, two to three million is a lot, but if anybody was thinking about it, like those would be the questions before I make any type of move, right? Yeah, I remember I, um, back when we was teaching, I was teaching, uh, I taught the class to the kids about um, how every year thousands of Americans renounce their citizenship. Mm -hmm. I remember that. Um, and they couldn't understand at the time. They were like, why would somebody, what does that mean to renounce your citizenship? And I'm like, they renounce their citizenship. They, they're no longer US citizens. And they're like, why would they do that? And I'm like, you know, they're gonna save so much money on taxes and they move to different countries. And it's just like, you know, they kind of cool off of living in America. So it's more of a high level conversation. Obviously you gotta be in a whole different mindset and a whole different, mm -hmm. you know, tax bracket to even think about something like that. But it happens. Uh, like I said- There's no more reason I moved to Houston. Yeah. Yeah. And based on what- tax. And based on what you posted earlier, right, about the, the New York State, oh, it's yeah. like Miami. Here my, I come. Oh my God! I got to I got to talk to Miss Business about what was that. Sixty two percent. They said sixty one percent for the highest uh, tax in uh, New York City. It's a whole. That's a whole. That's a yeah. nonsense. And Start California, packing tonight. Yeah, California fifty nine percent. I'm like, I got to call Ian and, and John. Like, listen, man, well, how, how's Houston? How's Austin? This Texas thing might be situation. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of a lot of billionaires, a lot of people with a lot of money have um, renounced their citizenship, moved out of America. So, you know, this might be something where the president is looking to capture a portion of that. And it'll be interesting to see um, how Bitcoin is taxed moving forward. And as it becomes more and more Bitcoin billionaires um, and just from a privacy standpoint, from a taxation standpoint, will they leave countries like China, like America, like Russia? That's a little bit more strict. And, you know, and will they move to countries like El Salvador or at least have a residency there um it's interesting so yeah. global we will keep we will keep an eye on this we yeah. you know at least once a show if you haven't noticed we've been trying to do global topics because this is a global show and mm -hmm. there are people from all over the world that tune in the market mondays from the uk from canada from africa from europe south america so we can't just talk about america we have to talk about the global economy and the global economy um is relevant to America anyway. So everybody should be aware of what's going on all over yeah. the world. And if it's not El Salvador, I'm guaranteeing the thought will be sparked by another country, right? Like this is Absolutely. like, you know what I mean? Like, so that, that'll that be interesting. Well, to Swiss, see too. Like you said, Switzerland for a long time was, was known for that, Cayman Islands. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, it's interesting. Now this win the Bitcoin and yeah, cryptocurrency. In the cryptocurrency wave, age. So now, now it's not the Swiss yeah. bank account anymore. It's the El Salvador wallet coin that. What you doing, man? Sabine, yeah, we're gonna call you in the morning. My God, yeah, you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, all right. So speaking of Fortnite, um, Epic. This is this is. I talked about this a while ago. Um, so, what will be the effects of Epic Games ruling um, have on Apple stock, being that it's a seven seven billion dollar hit to their revenue? So this is interesting on a few different levels. If you've been following this Epic game Apple um, fight for over a year and a half now. Has it been that long? I think it's, yeah. It's I feel been, like, yeah, maybe last summer they, they, it, it, they started to suit. It's been a while. Yeah. So, um, well, first you want to kind of bring them up to date as far as what, what's happening with that or? Yeah, so I, I mean, the, the suit was really over the, the the fees that you had to pay in, in app purchases. And I think the 30, they were fighting the 30% that everybody who was on the app store had to pay to be a part of it. Um, and so it, it's, it's kind of a double edge, right? Like 30%. Yeah, it seems like a lot, but when you get on a platform like Apple, who brings you billions of 
customers. They, they're looking at it like they're already Fortnite. So that's a crazy thing. And that's what I'm saying. They're already Fortnite. Who has the most leverage? Yeah. It's, it's, who, a, yeah, it's important exactly. to understand Apple's revenue streams. They have a lot of different revenue streams. And one of their revenue streams is the App Store. Um, 30% is a lot. <laughs> a lot. If you really think about it, because they're getting 30% of everybody that's in the App Store. Here, so The bigger question is, where else can give you that type of exposure? Nowhere. Nowhere. Maybe a Super Bowl ad, but that's for one day. Right. Yeah. But so Epic, Epic fought back and they put out a dope commercial. I went over, I, did, I made an Instagram post with my son about that, where they did, uh, remember Apple's original com- commercial, like when they did the 1984 commercial mm-hmm. and they threw it at this. So they, they said, Apple's trying to take us back to 1984, meaning like Apple's trying to become big brother. Apple's yeah. trying to take the little guy's money. And it's an interesting situation. So they sued them mm-hmm. and um, they won the lawsuit, I believe. No. Epic lost the lawsuit. Epic lost? They lost the lawsuit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so where do we stand with this, Ian? What's your thoughts on what's going on? Uh, normally, I would come on and be like, yo, Tim Cook's second greatest CEO of all time, and I'm not worried. This is not the case. Um, $7 billion is a lot of revenue to potentially lose. I'm not just worried about Epic, but what if the top 50 apps come together, and then right. at one time they say, we need to do something about this fee. Now, of course, the... the working on a car we can talk about that later but when you are looking at potentially maybe 50 or 60 apps coming together and then making you negotiate from 30 to 10 or 15 percent that is a huge hit so i know they're going to try and offset the losses they're going to add some incentives they're going to do some things with developers on the back end but um from a branded perspective i think it was brilliant for epic to go up against the giant because epic is not a small company they can say the 1984 thing and that's cute and apple did the same thing with microsoft so it's a little bit of karma coming back home on the back end of the 2007 I'm a Mac versus uh, PC campaign. But I'm worried if 40 or 50 apps come together, force them, and if they get the, the monopoly tag from, from the federal court, that'd be bad. Am I worried about the stock? No, mm-hmm. in the short term. Yeah. But it is to see maybe seven to, on the high end, $84 billion leave out of Apple in the worst case scenario. That's nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, Long think, term, they'll be great, but but it's it's something I would be concerned about. I think a, a small win in this was um, that, yeah, the 30%, they lost that, that lawsuit, but I think they, they, they ruled that they have to change how they do in-app purchases. And so you've already paid your 30% to have, be in the app store, but the in-app purchases, that's in, really for the company, right? So if you're buying things inside of an app, there shouldn't be a percentage that goes to Apple because you're hosting it. And so I think they they, they said that they they ruled that they have to change how they do in that purchases going forward. And so yeah, it's like a small, count. yeah, it's a small victory, but you know, it is what it is. Apple. And, and then Apple, like you said, the stock, like, are we worried about it short-term, long-term? What's tomorrow, right? Like they yeah. have this, right? They announced a new iPhone tomorrow. They announced a new iWatch, potentially a new iPad. So- And that car. <laughs> well, we're we going to get there, but- they're just yeah, going to keep on innovating. We're going to keep supporting it. Like their brand loyalty is at a different level. So, yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, they kind of have, you know, a monopoly on it. And a lot of people, you know, really don't have Fortnite obviously can survive without Apple, but the vast majority of apps really can't survive without Apple. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see if other, you know, huge apps and games decide to leave the platform. But yeah. um, Fortnite, It'll be interesting to see their future. Yeah, and, like a majority of the CEOs are saying, like, 
we're fine paying the 30 because we wouldn't have the audience. Our business wouldn't survive without you. Like you said, Fortnite is a little different. The, the way that, that they have run their businesses, they can do it on any platform. They can do it on Xbox. They can do it on PlayStation. They don't really need the app. So yeah, having the handheld is, is clutch and it's a key component. But like you said, it will survive without it. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we'll see. Speaking of Apple, while we're on Apple, um, we spoke last week about Apple electric car ambition. And at the time, you know, Apple, they reached out to a bunch of different car companies, BMW, Hyundai, uh, Nissan. Um, and they said, Neil, they said he's caught in the matrix. Who? Ian. Ian? Yeah. Is he? <laughs> yeah. I think he was. I there think he goes. He <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know his Wi-Fi. He got a, he got a, uh, he got to pay the price to upgrade his Wi-Fi. So while Ian jumps back on, so yeah, we talked up. We talked about um, Apple partnering, potentially partnering up with BMW, Nissan, a few different car companies. They, they was kind of testing the waters. So today, days goes. He's back today. Uh, they announced uh, it was published on a few a few different publications that instead of partnering with somebody, they're gonna just do it themselves mm-hmm. to you know avoid any delays because they already had delays. So now we're going to have just a 100% Apple car, smart car. How do you feel about the smart car? That's going to be crazy. Um, if they could do it all over, I think Apple would have made chips on their own from the very beginning, but it was very expensive. All hardware, all software. Um, and this is the thing about entrepreneurship. Like whenever you have a loss or perceived loss, you have to be able to pick up and do things on your own. Um, even just being around you and trap and like everybody would know the ecosystem, Matt, like you have to learn how to make your own content, create slides, edit everything. Right. So why should they outsource if they are producing at a higher level than most other companies and these other entities, Toyota, Mercedes was in talks at one point, they didn't deliver fast enough. It's the thing I talked about at the top of the show. Can you deliver what is needed at time? And to be honest, the thing that separates the companies that are great, versus the ones that are not and the people that are very wealthy versus the ones that struggle is most people don't deliver on time. So if they can get this done on their own, why should they outsource it to Hyundai or Toyota or Ford or GM? I mean, they had talks with nine companies, right? No one did anything in 12 or 13 months. It's too long. Yeah. And I think when we talk about delays, yeah. And it's kind of what we spoke about last week. Yeah. We can manufacture, but I mean, produce, but who's going to manufacture, obviously they're going to have to build facilities to create these auto plants. And obviously they're creating their own chips. So it will take time, right? We won't see an Apple car within the next year or two, um, but long-term, the long-term. 24 though. Right, right. They're looking at the long-term, right? So that's what, that's what we got to keep in mind. And like you said, there, there was companies here that wanted to partner. And the reason why Apple's thinking as partners, like we can get into this right now. We can compete with the Teslas of the world right now. If there's somebody willing to partner with us who has the manufacturing capability, right? Who has the machinery to get this done. And so. Well, that's the, that's the thing. This is, this is the elephant in the room. Is Apple going to compete with Tesla? Because Tesla, even though it's not a car company, it's a tech company mm-hmm. and they have a lot of revenue outside of cars. They're known for cars, mm-hmm. right? So they was on a nice smooth path. You know, a lot of these companies have electric cars, but nobody, when you think of electric cars, you think of a Tesla. Yeah. They're like synonymous with electric cars. So now you got the biggest player ever when it comes to technology coming into the space. And they're the best at branding. Say, hey, say what you want about Apple. Nobody has Hands better down. branding outside of maybe Nike. We talked about that. 
They have the best branding ever. Mm-hmm. They have an unlimited war chest when it comes to money that they can mm-hmm. spend. Mm-hmm. They're going to have the best technology. Um, and their design is going to be crazy. The iPhone, the, uh, Apple always has great designs, sleek. They look mm-hmm. good. They have great products. So mm-hmm. is this a long-term issue for Tesla? Biggest competitor that they can ever have. And also if revenue isn't strong enough, and they don't get more. I've said since the beginning of Market Mondays, they need an operator like Tim Cook. You need a celebrity CEO who's going to drive the vision, get all the hedge funds and pension funds on board. That's one value. Uh, Elon's a pretty solid engineer, but you don't have one a person or a team that is like as great as of an operator. So um, a little, a little bit of this is ego too, because Tim and Elon don't get along because Elon reminds Tim of, of Steve. So some of that competitive, like Tim Cook is like Tom. Tom Brady. I'm, I'm assuming he's saying Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Could be Tom Hanks. That's your man. Tom Hanks. <laughs> Tom Hanks. Oh, you say he's the best actor? One of. He's one <laughs> no, he of. Definitely is. No, he definitely, he's definitely he one definitely of the best actors definitely. of all time. Shout out to Tom Hanks. And he's also a pilot. Did you very, know that? Very, I, I did know that. I did know that. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how this, how this plays out going yeah. forward with it, it looks like in, even in technology space now, if we look at Netflix and Disney Plus, that's what it kind of reminds me of. It's like you got a, a stable horse in the streaming service. You got an established company who's known for something completely different that is now coming into the space. And they don't have to pass you. They just have to make a dent in your industry. Right. And so I feel like this is going to be comparable if, if Apple comes into the auto industry because they don't have to take all the customers. But if they make a significant dent with their brand loyalty, Long term, right? Tesla is known for, obviously, like we said, it's a technology company, but it's known for the automotives. Where's their revenue stream? What else? Where else is the revenue stream coming from, right? The automotive would just be in addition to what Apple's doing. Tesla, you you put a dent in that automotive industry. You're hurting a lot of revenue. Nah, it's interesting. Like I said, that's that's what I'm thinking about is Tesla more than anything else. So, all right, let's have some stock conversation while Ian uh, takes a moment to get the Wi-Fi situated. Um, some calls came out today, huh? The 20, ah, 20 for options for for the option. We can talk <laughs> options now that Ian's not here. Ian hates yo, options. Wait, come, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, if he come back, Janet, give us the yeah, warning yeah. signal like he's back. Ian's not here, so we, <laughs> let's just go crazy on these option conversation. Yeah, man. So obviously, you know, like we said, do your own research. And so I was in the lab this morning, and uh, right before I actually called Ian, and, and he ain't pick up. But um, I'm like. Oh, I'm looking at my charts. I'm going over my, my calls because I'm reevaluating my portfolio. And lo and behold, I see January 19th, 2024. I was actually looking at um, SMH. I'm looking at to, uh, for the future of SMH. And so I'm like, oh, SMH is January 2024. Let me check the rest of my table. Oh, XLK, January 2024. Oh, I'm like, wait, let me check Apple. And so long story short, uh, options chains have extended to obviously January 19, 2024. And so right now I was in the lab all day redesigning the portfolio to say, all right, we can go with a longer term play here. We can go with a longer term situation here. Um, and I put the back call out. I put it in the group chat. It was like the first person to respond, Wall Street Trapper. He said, yes, brother. But he also said that something very important. And we mentioned it at the beginning of September that uh, quadruple witching happens in September. And so for everybody that is interested in, in, in getting options closed at this point, I would definitely 
and this is just recommended. You don't have to do it, but I will wait to, after witching. Uh, tell, tell them about the chain. What is the option chain? For anybody that might be watching Market yeah. Monday that doesn't know about options too much, what is the option? Yeah, so chain? the option chain is really the expiration date, right? And so each op, each uh, stock has an, an expiration date. Um, and like, so this week, what's, what's Friday? September, I think I have an option that's expiring. September 18th? September 17th. 17th. So, so 17th, um, there will be contracts and options, even in the futures market that will be expiring. And so when you see contracts expiring, usually that means obviously when some expire, there will be new ones created. And so usually around witching, you'll see new ones created or uh, options extended. And so when I say new ones created, I wanna be very clear. 2024 is an extension, right? That's a new year. When I say new ones created, I mean, so like if we're in September, 2021, you may see new ones created like February 22, or you might see March 22. So they've extended, but not a new year. And so this week, and I think some of them, uh, I believe September 3rd, we started seeing some of them, some of them open today. And so that's good. And there's a few reasons why I think it's a good thing is because when the option call opens, you can see its initial price. You can see where it was valued at. Two things why that matters, right? Two reasons. You can see if you're gonna buy it under value, right? So if that option price opened at 25 or $2 and you buy it, at 79 cents, you can see that there's been a drop in this option call. This might be a good place to get in, right? If you're looking at the ask and the bid, or if you're getting it, you, it opened at $2 and now it's at 570, right? Obviously this has run up a little bit. This might not be the best place for you to get in. And so these are the, some of the things that I'm looking at when I'm looking at option calls. And then like in two days, I'm gonna get a call from Rashad Bilal and he's gonna tell, <laughs> he's gonna say, what's the move, what we doing? Um, but yeah, so the, the call is out. And so if you're interested, if you trade options, 2024s are out. What's, I know. what's quadruple witching? So it's when contracts expire. Uh, and so, like I said, in the future. <laughs> <laughs> you're funny. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, so it, it, uh, the third, uh, third month and the third week of the third month of each quarter, uh, usually contracts uh, expire. Um, and so that's happening this week. Like I said, September 17th, September 18th, September 17th, since the 18th is on a Saturday, those contracts will expire um, and new ones will be created. And so that means that people are selling out of their positions, right? They're saying, okay, either we're taking profit and we're moving on or we're taking profit and we're extending um, into later positions. And so that's happening this week. And so when I text that travels like, yo, we're going to wait to after which. And so that would be next week. Um, and that strategy has worked for us in the past. I'm saying us because we have a similar uh, trading portfolio. Um, mm -hmm. So <laughs> for those so, of you who want to overtrade, once again, I want to ask, how many trades have you guys done this year? Right. Us? Oh, me pers us personally? Yep. yep. <sighs> Not a lot. Yeah. Not this year lot. has been probably less like, than 10. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Definitely, I did. Definitely. Yeah, we'll talk about that in the investment definitely. in our group chat. Um, but yeah, not not many. Um, like I said, I probably, I probably did like six, five, like five. five. I'm probably like 10 or 12. That's it. 90% yeah. of your money long term, other 10% for trading. You guys should do less than 10 trades a year. If you was that investor, you know the formula. Don't come on here in eight weeks. I lost $88,000 because <laughs> I did 14 <laughs> trades. I'm going to laugh. Don't we ain't tell it. you to do that. We ain't tell you to do that. Oh, so, man. Yeah. So uh, we. <laughs> I know for sure in Apple, I was, I mean, I'll just put the ones that are, that are in my portfolio that I'm looking at. Apple, Square, Disney, XLK, XLY, SMH. Uh, I added, and Ian, we were on the phone, I talked about this. I'm yeah. like, 
I'm like, look, I'm thinking Z Scaler. I had a position there. Uh, I spoke about it last week, um, and CrowdStrike, and we kind of had a little back and forth there about that. And so, yeah, um, yeah, man. So that's that's where I'm at with it. And I just want to give everybody a heads up because I know sometimes it'll be like six weeks into the the quarter, and you're like, wait, the 2024 calls are on. And I'm like, nah. I told you today, yeah. September 13th, when a lot of them open and. I saw the opening price. I got the sheet right there. I wrote, had a whole new notepad. I actually took that strategy from Trap. Every time I see him walking and you talk to him about stocks, he's writing it down in a notebook. And so I started getting a notebook myself and writing it down. So I got my opening prices for some of these. So I know when I enter these positions, where I'm entering them at, if I'm entering them at value. Uh, and so, yeah, something, that's a little tidbit that maybe you can add to your arsenal as well. Yeah, there you have it. All right, so Ian. Now that you're back, let's talk about these uh, top three lessons learned from uh, one of the Red Panda members that made $42,000 trading futures in the last 30 days. Man, I'll go back to what we were just talking about. It's a few trades. Um, so today, NASDAQ dropped really hard. Kudos to my guy. I won't say your name because I don't want people blowing you up like that. But everyone thinks that the secret to making a lot of money in trading is to trade more. It's actually less. Like last month, I took 18 trades, one on 18. And I can argue probably even last month, I probably over-traded. So number one, um, I'll say here, only take 10 good trades on a year. Number two, have a really, really big target. So if you are going to trade capital, size up after you practice your 300 trades and your trade should make you a sizable amount of money. If your trades are not making you between, let's say five to $15,000 per trade, your risk to reward ratio is off when your target is too short. And number three, the part that me, you, Trap, shout out Bam, Mike, MG, everybody who be in the chat, you have to put the time in. Please put this in chat. If you want to get rich, you have to invest in your knowledge. I'm not selling you guys anything. But the number of people that I've met when I ask, hey, have you read 25 books this year? They're like, no. I'm like, if you knew how exhausted we were on a day-to-day -day basis, you know, you know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I got a migraine from being out in the sun. You probably put up 28,000 jumpers while giving out <laughs> T-shirts, right? I'm driving to drop Xander off when he's sick and come back and do the show. Like, I, I'm telling you, for the one or two of you who are going to listen, 
your ultimate edge is knowing that everyone you're competing against is lazy as hell. Please read 50 pages a day. Complete turtle traders, market wizards, unknown market wizards, um, hedge fund market wizards, and dive through those pages. And then everyone's going to have the same roller coaster. If you're excited when you first start, then you lose and you're like, I should quit. What my guy did, he just kept pouring in. And then, you know, he was hitting me at two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning with ideas. And that's when I know he was getting into his own because the knowledge is going to equip you to be able to make the kind of capital that you want. Cause this really is a, a game of information. That's why I put so much time into reading and tell you guys to pour in so much because all the secrets are hidden in the book. But once you put them together in like a gumbo pot, that's where your edge is going to be. So to read more, you need your trades should produce five to 15,000 minimum per trade. No five. You're not going to hit $500 a day. You're not going to do it. No business is that like Apple does not clear a certain amount of dollars per day, every day. They have peaks and valleys, right? And then also too, uh, the blast bonus tip I'll get is like, you need to say the affirmation of how much money you want to make. Everything that we've all done on the show, we set it out verbally either to ourselves or each other or out on the show and then push to make it happen. Um, I see a lot of people talking about trading and say they want to be free. And I'm like, what kind of targets do you want to make? And they're like, man, if I get $200 a day, I'll be cool. I'm like, no, you won't. No, you won't. So set a big target. Don't tell your family. Don't tell your friends. Keep it inside of you and tell yourself that you're capable and you're worthy of it and you can make it happen. So uh, I hope to help you guys, but please read more. I'm begging you. Yeah, it's the key. It's the key. Like Nas said, I invest in education because he wasn't privy. Uh Um, Very important bar right there. Always read, man. Always read. And he is not joking. Like when I call him, when he calls me, if he FaceTimes me, usually I'm in front of the computer. Yeah. Even like yesterday, I got Sunday after we had did the the charity give, uh, give back. I'm in the lab. Like I told him, like I'm in the lab. Mm-hmm. Like, I can feel the energy. Even if they <laughs> like, like, calls out, I'm like, ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Great. I'm not. I'm not gonna release that one yet. I got. I'm not finished on my research on it. But yeah, mm-hmm. always in the lab, man. Because you, there's always something to learn. Like this old, like, I, it, it's incredible. I just I love learning, and so being in this world, like the stock market and finance it's like it's so fascinating i'm like this is life-changing wait does everybody not invest in financing are lazy <laughs> i'm like do people realize it they're saying this like all we gotta do is follow this and there's yes. another rabbit hole so learning never stops man i see some people uh shout out the book club shout out to the book club shout out to g they're reading uh the intelligent investor they started that yesterday yeah, um, shout, shout out to all the earners that were in there they actually had a listening party before it which was dope because a lot of people we try to read and it's like tough for us and so Janet had the great idea, like, hey, let's just have the listening party to it. Um, and so a lot of earners showed up to that uh, and then had a discussion because now it's fresh in your, in your head and they're following along, reading it and listening to it. It's dope. And so shout out to all, all earners. Jaleel, I was speaking to Jaleel yesterday. He was like, uh, he was talking about some book and he was like, yeah, you strike me as a person that uh, does audio books. <laughs> <laughs> how you get it done? That's how you get it done. The only book I tell people they have to read, like the actual book is Money Master the Game, but. If you do Audible or I even use an app called 12 Minute, they give you a breakdown of a book in 12 minutes. It helps. Like I'm to every book that you guys read, it should produce one million dollar idea. Some of you be like, oh, I don't like Money Master the Game. I'm like, that's because you didn't execute upon it. If you executed upon what was in there, like you would be have every book take one idea from it and then figure out a way for it to make it a million dollars, even if you're broke. Because I'll yeah. I'll be honest, like when I had less money, I probably was more creative and thought bigger. 
So use that. Everything has an advantage and an upside to it. Like, but why? Why, why is that? Why? Why do you? Because you have all upside. Like when, when you're broken, you have nothing. The only thing you can think is like, man, what I'm gonna do to make twenty two billion dollars in a year? Like you have to stretch. Like even the conversations from episode seventy. Like we've all grown, but I remember you know we was having some big lofty conversations and this being the number one show back when it. You know, I mean, we thought Zoom was tripping today. Zoom used to really be bad. So you have to speak those things. And even at InvestFest, me being like, hey, I'm not doing a normal show. I'm going to bring different energy. Like, you have to put that. Now I put the pressure on myself, and now I have to deliver. Um, so, you know, my Zoom was messing up. I was getting a tight face like you. I'm like, man, my anxiety kicking in because I want <laughs> every show to be better. I, we don't know who's watching. Like, Barack yeah. Obama may be watching. Hey, Barack, hey, Michelle. Call me, auntie. Uh Everyone has to be great. So to put the pressure on yourself and, but I think when you, Damon John has a book, The Power of Broke, when you don't have anything but to dream, that's when all the great ideas. And I can argue, even going back to Drake and Kanye from last week, Kanye's albums were better when he was creating when he was broke. You know what? But I also think that there is some, some, uh, something to the fact where if you have money, you're allowed to be more creative too. Cause like me, my daily ritual is uh, I wake up, Mm-hmm. And I look at the ceiling, and <laughs> uh, your leisure has been earned. I, I I meditate from anywhere from a half an hour to an hour, That's and this is where I come up with my best ideas. I come up with all my thoughts, and it's like it's like the best thing in the world. I say that to say, mm-hmm. if 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 I had to wake up early and had to you know go through the the daily grind and all of that, I wouldn't have enough time to actually think. So I think you know having some level of financial freedom actually allows you yeah, to, you. to think yeah. at a higher level because when you're when you're constantly working like the average person doesn't really have time to yeah. think I talked about this before like you wake up you get your kids dressed you mm-hmm. take your kids to school you work from nine to five then you got to pick it up ride. and you got to make dinner then you don't even have time to actually even think you just you just living just yeah. doing what you got to do to survive and then you just so tired you end up crashing out and then you just wake up and just do, do it again do it tomorrow again. yeah i'm with yeah. you um, I used to call it survival mode, right? Like when I was working in the inner city, it was like, look, man, how am I going to get through today? We'll worry about tomorrow when we get there, but let's get through today. And by the time, like you said, it consumes you, right? The teaching, the being the, the school therapist, being a counselor, being a big brother, all those things consume you. It doesn't free your mind to ideas. Mm-hmm. I, I always say this to people, my like, earning leisure couldn't exist, exist if I still worked in that setting because my mind wouldn't be allowed me to think like, yo, we could do this. Oh, this program needs this. But it's, it went from survival mode. Once I got out of that environment, it became thrival mode. I always call it that. Yeah. Like we go from survival to thrival. Now you have your, your best opportunity to have a clear mind or at least have some clarity where you can come up with ideas, where you can actually think ahead. Um, and so those, those are the two words I used to use for it. Like, yeah, damn, I left that. That was survival. Now it's time for thrival. And so that's where we are now. Can we both be right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just yeah. think it depends on the person. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's a fact. So, all right, let's talk about some, some, some high-level thinking. Uh, Bank of America's uh, reliable model indicates negative long-term results for the first time since 1999. Um, is this something to be scared of? Um, I've been saying it for a while. We can go on the record, but 24, we may have a slight recession it won't be ne- it won't be next year so there's nothing to worry about in, in, in the near term um 
but historically when you guys are like looking i'm gonna be honest like it's sexy for media to talk about crashes because it gets more clicks and more views but you have to start thinking of crashes as immense opportunities you have to like so if we have a huge crash in 24 i'm gonna talk a lot less on here and i'm gonna be buying up a whole bunch of stuff and i'm gonna call troy and you know like hey, put the back all out <laughs> hey let's go stock club we're gonna run it up again get y'all another thousand percent in a year for long-term investing but we do need things have went up so fast our quantitative easing has gotten worse um so there will be a slight pullback in, in 24 and then these kind of indicators from bank of america jp morgan um these are nothing to to make fun of or sneeze at so if that level has been hit it's telling you um that we can have a turnaround for sure let me let me ask you this because we talked about um Oh, let's get into this Sonola conversation. Solana? Solana. Some say Solana. Some, some say, say Solana. Good <laughs> <laughs> <Get> Euro step. <laughs> Ginobili. <laughs> Go ahead. They say I'll just double with my left hand. Woo. Oh, what's, your thoughts on it? What's, what's, your, what's your thoughts on it? Um, We can't argue with the run up. L- listen, you know, people was talking to me about it yesterday. Like, did you catch it? I'm like, Nope, wish I would have. Um, a good entry would have been like around 37. And if we drop back down to it's crazy to say, even like 7504, 9427 to be a great entry. But like if you look, the the That's one fine. month return is 314%. It's up five thousand percent all time. Yo, it's but, it's up forty seven hundred percent this year. So like forty seven hundred percent. This is the number one question people are gonna ask. Is yeah. it is it too late? So here, the, let's understand. For a large position, yes, but yeah. for for a smaller one, no. Well, it depends, and and so like when they ask that question, I always ask, "Do you understand?" And so like for me to understand, I had to like let me dive into this. And so, all right, so let's figure out what it does. Number one, it is a long term challenger to Ethereum, right? And mm-hmm. so Ethereum is a platform that other currencies are built on top of, right? And so there's a couple of things that it has in its advantage. Number one is that it's transaction rates. So this is crazy. This is crazy when I looked into it. If you can do up to 50,000 transactions per second, 50,000, right? I'm gonna compare it to Bitcoin and now you're gonna really understand. Bitcoin, you can do five transactions per second. Mm -hmm. Ethereum, you can do 15 transactions per second. We're talking about 50,000. So what's caused the run up is the question, right? And NFTs. NFTs. It's no question, like undeniably NFTs have caused it to run up because obviously if the transaction speeds are a lot faster and it's 200% less the cost to actually move the money, this makes more sense than putting it on Ethereum. And so people are moving to Solana. Like it came out of nowhere, it's number seven right now on CoinMarketCap. Where can they buy it? I'll tell you right now. What was the entry, what was the entry price that you said earlier, Ian? Um, the, the one I would have wanted would have been like 36 to 37, uh, 48 or four is good. And then yeah. in a 79 area would be yeah. amazing. So you can get it on Coinbase. It's on Binance. It's on, uh, FTX. So it's, it's on Binance it, US. It's on all the majors. Yeah. Qcoin. Yeah. yeah. So it's on all the majors. And so that was cool. Right. When I looked at the transaction speeds, I'm like, wow, that blows Bitcoin and Ethereum out the water. And so I wanted to translate it into what we know as the form of currency, right? So I looked at Visa. You know, you know what Visa's transaction speed is? What? Seventeen hundred transactions per second. You think it's doing this weekend? 
this thing is doing 50,000 transactions per second. And so, so is it too, I mean, all right, it's 160, I it's $169 right now. Ryan Leslie famously said on episode 150 of Earn Your Leisure that he invested in Bitcoin when it was $148. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, what it is now, 50,000, just short of 50, whatever. Um, everybody's always looking for the next Bitcoin. That's, that's what this comes down to. Yeah. So yeah. they're looking at it like, all right, it might've went up 5,000%, but it's still $169. At the prices, I call it a solid, but it, it goes back to the biggest lesson of everything. Every episode that you guys have had here and on um, on the main podcast, there aren't too many people that you talk to that invested for one year and they made all of their money there. Yeah, Real estate, crypto, NFT, stocks, every, five-year minimum, 20-year. I've been saying it like you guys want another answer. That's the answer. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing else to say. I'm not going to play with y'all today. Five years or 20. That's it. And because in five years, you're going to want the money anyway. So what, what's this? What's the supply, Troy? Can you look at that up? Yeah, I got you. Right Sorry now. to cut you off. Ian. No, you uh, good. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, but uh, it's interesting to see this. this what's this about? Circulating supply is 293 million. Total supply is 504 million. Yeah. And then if, if people are toting it typically for eight to nine days because you can go research how many days most people are holding it yeah. you can see when a pattern is about to start and when it'll run up so if most people are holding it for eight days you probably can take profit at six or use fibonacci retracement and i'm gonna say this too every trading strategy that i've given you guys works for i'm gonna say, how are you guys not using the 72 and the 200s to get in on ethereum and bitcoin and solana the blueprint is there fibonacci retreat use it use it yeah and you're good but if they're holding for eight days Get out of six, and then when things take a tumble and they go in the cycle, you'll be able to take advantage of what, it. What, what's what's the supply for Ethereum? Do, 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 do. Supply for Ethereum is a hundred, and the circulating supply is one hundred seventeen point uh, five million, and it's the same for the total supply. So, yeah, I mean that's the formula, right? How do we, yeah. that's the thing with being first, right? Coin and competitors can say, all right, where are their disadvantages? All right, let's capitalize on their disadvantage. They have high gas fees. All right, let's make ours lower. They have slow transaction rates. All right, let's make ours faster. And so you have a, a, a coin here that's like, all right, we've executed on both. It just so happens that the NFT space has just blossomed. And so now you add those, it's like the perfect storm. It's for a use case happen. for it. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys go research why NFTs are taking off so much for those who make money in crypto. We won't talk about it here, but if you understand why, you can understand why why these are running up, and then you know, same with Cardano and, and Ada's had an incredible run, and that's why I always stress. Okay, this is the homework I want to give you guys because I've been giving you homework for a while. Take the top ten movers of Nasdaq, take the top ten movers in crypto, take the average of how long they take to go up ten thousand percent. That'll give you how many days you should be holding the asset. Like a lot of people think trading is like a guessing game. It's all mathematical equations that you can go look. But if you go take the, here's the parts that you guys don't want, the actual research and the reading and doing the work part. Go do the work. You can go look at every crypto and you can go read the white papers. They'll tell you how many days it'll take for them to build a base and when it'll take off and then when to leave. Go go do the homework. Yeah. And sometimes, like I said, you got to just keep digging for, for information. Like Solano was like, 
out of nowhere, but there's plenty of information on it if you know the right places. We've mm-hmm. given plenty of, of information of where to get it, Coin Market Cap, Crypto Pro, um, yeah. Coin CoinDesk. There's so many forms of information. I know it's a lot. It's like, wait, how am I going to do crypto? And how am I going to do stock If you want to be rich, you got to do it. Oh. Are we going to have honest conversation? Okay. Rashad, how many hours do you sleep uh, per day? Troy, how many do you sleep per day? Well, I'll let him answer first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, not enough. I don't know, bro. Not enough, though. Not enough. Four or five. Yeah, probably, I, I try to sleep probably. seven hours. I put my and, like. And we can say business is up over the last year, right? Business. Okay. Scalability. Scalability looks likely. Looks very likely these days. <laughs> I'm going to be. If you got this, is what it takes. So if you guys like, you, I consider myself an intellectual athlete. Some of you want to get rich without the work. That does not. You can't say you love Mamba mentality, but then you put in. Smush Parker effort here in investing. Smush don't come Smush from me because I know you about it. You my guy. But I'm just saying, some like if you have not finished Money Master the Game, intelligent investor, market like you don't want to be rich. If you're yeah. not on the charts four to eight, that's another point my guy made. He's on a charts eight hours a day. Talk to Trap. Trap, what you doing in the charts or with his family? Yeah, like yeah. there are some parallels you guys have to follow. You're looking at the glitz part. You want to sit on a market Monday's part. You don't want the 2010 going through. I spent $9,000 on books last year. Y'all don't want that part though. Cause you want 24s on a Porsche Cayenne turbo. Y'all want Dodge Challenger SRT. The demon time is in the mastery of the skill. But for those of you that are serious about investing and I'm gonna be real true. I passed a lot of y'all up who said y'all was good anyway. Cause you didn't want to put in the work. Man, they only get doing three to five calls. The percentages they're up are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, listen, I can take some companies public off the returns I got our features. Just master the craft. And here's the great part. If we all master the craft, there's no competition. We're at some point, we really gonna have this China conversation. But for black Americans here. And, and, and you know what's crazy is uh Mike Novogratz actually spoke about that when he was on the show. Yep. months ago mm-hmm. so even if you would have invested back then it would be interesting to see what the rate of return was but i know it wasn't anywhere close to the price that it is now mm-hmm. and oh. he spoke about it and some people was too concerned about his views on xrp to listen to anything that he said he's a billionaire <laughs> there are certain people when they talk <laughs> oh, okay. here's my hey, hey, hey hold on you gotta let that you gotta just let it pause yeah. after you said he's that, a like. same with cuban and nft <laughs> he's a billionaire for then real. 19 came on to tell you like to study then y'all didn't study right Stop getting emotionally high off this experience like his church, but then go execute. Right. You, so that, that's that. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Ian, because it's like as a, as a community, sometimes we have to um, just put our pride aside. Like it was amazing to me after that episode came out. A lot of people liked it, but a lot of people had negative comments to say. And they like, you know, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. It was like, OK, he for, he's worth he's worth. What was it? Yeah, it was. So he came on in mid February. Come on, but that, that was, when that he, was when he told about Solano, it was $13. Yeah, it was $13 when he came on. It's 169 now. So long story short, he's a, he's a billion. Not only is he a billionaire, he's worth $7 billion. So he's a billionaire seven times over. So obviously he knows something. Um, So you can't yeah. get to a billion by accident. And this is my number one rule of thumb. Whoever has more money than me, I shut up and listen. You, in action, when these billionaires come on, what do I do? I ask questions, write hello notes. And it's very rare to have, like you act like 
us bringing on billionaires is an everyday thing. Like we brought on Mark Cuban, we brought on Mike Novogratz. Like it's we not, should get an Emmy for that. It's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy to 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 have a billionaire come on your YouTube channel um, and just give free information. And people's like heckling in the comments. Have some class. Like, and, and truth be told, this is sometimes why people may not want to come on as fast. Especially if they're not our color. Like he doesn't have to. He can go to Yahoo Finance or Cheddar or sit up on CNBC or he can go with Dave Portnoy and go like, and then he come on, hey, the analysis is good. And don't know. Da -da. Shit went to 28 when it was at 55. He told you he yeah. can't outright well, say buy it at 28. Can't. Right, right, right. But if he is a billionaire that said, no, the analysis is good. These are hedge fund up. That is code for buy zone. <laughs> That's a buy zone. Like if we hooping, I'll say, yo, go cherry pick that. I'm going to throw you this lot. You have to execute. I want us to stop. It's, it's going to be 2022. Two more years going to be 2025. I don't want you watching this episode from day five. Or episode five, and then in five years, you're not rich. If you have not made 200% watching the show, you have not executed. Fact. That's on you. That is all. I love y'all. Namaste. Yeah. More, more billionaires to come, by the way. It's called Stay mm. Tuned. It's called. Oh, just baby. I, it's called Just listen, Getting Listen, just started. run the whole domination plan down. <laughs> no, no, we can't do it yet. We can't do it yet. We still got next Monday. So every Monday, we'll just drop another bond pop in the head top. It's cool. If you anybody know, know Auntie happen. Oprah, tell Auntie Oprah, come on too, please. I'm gonna put that out in the universe before she retires. <sighs> they call us the big show. The next, the next, okay. So the next, what? the next round of billionaires. <laughs> let's just <laughs> have a Sam. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know who I know. You don't, you don't. Hey, um, real quick, real quick, man. That was some great marketing. But in the competitive world of advertising, marketers are always looking for an edge to accelerate growth, reach new customers, and get measurable results. Today, they're turning to the best-kept secret in marketing, direct mail reinvented for the digital world by Posty. Posty has transformed direct mail by adding all the digital marketing capabilities found in channels like Facebook, Google, and YouTube. Posty allows you to run direct mail like a digital marketer. All right. It integrates your it integrates with your CRM, accesses data, sets and builds lookalike models for over 250 million users. U.S. customers. With Posty, you now are in on your target audience and reach customers that you don't find through other channels. Posty's campaigns allow you to attract new customers, retarget your website visitors, and re-engage your existing customers to increase lifetime value. So I want you all to check it out, right? Hurry and get your free Posty demo today by visiting posty.com slash Market Mondays. That's posty.com slash Market Mondays for a free Posty demo. Posty Direct Mail, reinvent it for the digital world. Real quick, spell it off for everybody, real quick. P-O-S-T-I-E dot com slash market Mondays. Check it out for real. Uh real quick, uh uh earning. So this is brought to you by the earnings report. Uh, real quick. Uh, not too many earnings that we had on our radar. And so next week, Oracle will be reporting on Monday and it will probably come out um at, right before we do the show. So uh keep your eye on that. Definitely. We're, we're going to Africa, by the way. Shadi's <laughs> not playing up. Is this we doing? I, 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 I'm with the spice. <laughs> you gotta just keep dropping bombs. Like you gotta, yeah. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta. Once you drop a bomb, you just gotta keep, keep dropping. Keep the, the energy bomb. going. Yeah, you gotta get the sound if, effect bomb. If Market Mondays has made you money, please put yes in chat. So if you're a first time listener, you can see this is real and no theory. <sighs> Mike, clip that up, please. If I've made you money, <laughs> put yes in chat. 
Shout out so, to Mike. Shout out to Mike. Oh, My brother Mike. man, we are headed to Africa. Let's before we before we take questions, let me get you one more. Yeah, let me get got, one more one more thing because a lot of people have been asking about that um, TQQQ situation, but then people was talking about QQQM, mm-hmm. um, which is the QQQ situation, but has lower fees. So mm-hmm. I saw people asking, well, um, QQQM uh, is actually better. So what's your thoughts on QQQM? Um, I like it as a secondary. Um, I think TQQQ and QQQ is like LeBron and QQQM is like, let's say Bosch. I don't want to say D-Wade because D-Wade is great. Um, but I understand that it's cheaper, but when paying for these things, the only thing that I worry about is if you get it through a certain, and I don't work for Vanguard. I get no, nothing on backing from Vanguard. Um, I like Invesco, but I've seen situations where S&P 500 or NASDAQ related products come out and then they drop because pension fund, hedge fund, prop firm gets out of it and then it skews your portfolio. Some of you have not lived through a 60% drop or 70% drop in your stock. It's not fun. Um, even with TUCL split, I had a bunch of people hitting me like, yo, what happened? I was like, yo, it's a stock split. It did not fall apart. You're good. So I do like it as a secondary, but if you're just getting started and you need to see it work, sure. Put a couple thousand in it. If you can afford it. Um, I like the Q's better, uh, TQQQ. There are some disadvantages of it, but if you are a seasoned investor, you know, to wait for extreme drops in it, but triple QM is a good, uh, secondary or, or like backup, uh, all-star that you can put in your portfolio. Hey, real quick, I just want to make, make a mention of this that um, I was reading, and I, this is why I called you this morning. I was reading Business Insider, and the headline was China is already sending aid to the Taliban controlled Afghanistan. And I'm like, I know I heard my brother talk about this like two weeks You know, ago. <laughs> like, as Rashad would say, you don't know who I know. <laughs> Ian, Ian hates Bitcoin and all things that the culture like. So, no, I trust me, the conversations that I'm having, and then also to like when you look at strategy. It's the next, I mean, even with the China, we can spend a whole season talking about, okay, even with, with the, the fentanyl thing, who's the number one exporter of fentanyl in the world? China? China. So why not, if the plan is, if we've been a bully for arguably a hundred years, you don't think that these other countries now want to team up and then bully us? Just like when LeBron went and did the Heatles thing. Now, everybody else wants to team up and make their own big three. So if they supply the Taliban and then Russia, and then we talked about the Bitcoin thing, like, and then intellectually, China's superior, hands down. They began tracking the performance of their kids at four. Anyone who's been to China, Japan, you already know they are light years ahead of us. And then if they also play dirty and then begin to increase the addiction rate, they're attacking from every angle. I'm telling you, I'm bringing you guys exclusive stuff. Please don't wait until Auntie Oprah picks the show up. And they're like, I remember when they used to do this on Zoom. And Ian used to mess the Zoom up. Auntie Oprah, call us. <laughs> so I'm just telling you, we're giving you exclusives ahead of time before everyone else is dropping them and best interest on the planet, too. So and you, want, you want to you want to absolutely you want to run down uh, a couple of these, these uh, good investments or not real quick. You want to go for it? Yeah, I mean, because you know what, I, I want to talk about one of them. Can we talk about one ahead. of them? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, is it Fobo TV? 
Football TV? Fo- football TV. Um, yeah. Interesting stock, man. Interesting stock. And, and here's, here's the reason why. Um, and I was like, yeah, let, let's just get this off, right? And so what they're attempting to do is monumental. Um, mm-hmm. And so I want everybody to pitch in their mind. Obviously, live streaming is something that we're familiar with. Online gambling is something that we're familiar with. I want you to envision in your mind those two things coming together. And so now you're not going to your phone to do it. You're not going to the sports bookie to do it. You're actually doing it while you're sitting on your couch using your remote. And so that's what they're attempting to do right now. And in fact, two states already have approved them to do it, um, Arizona and Iowa. But that's a game changer, right? Like, can you imagine what that does to the sports gaming industry and what it does for streaming? Especially when you have live sports that you're watching and you can just gamble on from your TV. This is like, that's tough. tough. Yeah, <laughs> it's, my, it's monumental. They, they have an uphill battle. Um, they had a hell of a spike last year. I only like it at the price of like 1056 or 1380. But if you can build a base around there in four or five years, it takes off the 50%. Well, 61% range is like 4173. If you get in at 1056 and get out at 4173, it's a nice home run. Um, anything above 41, I would definitely not buy. So 41, 48, definitely not 62. I wouldn't touch. But if they can get a couple of good partners behind them and then five or six years, because some, some of the companies are losing revenue and they're going to have to partner with a company like this at some point to mm-hmm. offset revenue. DraftKings, if the, the bigger they become, is going to lead to other players like them filling in the second and third spots. Just keep your eye on it. Keep your eye on it. It's an up and comer. Yeah. You want to go to questions? Yeah, yeah, we can do it. Yeah. Yeah, let's go to questions. Um, YouTube, don't forget to like. Five, shout out to 5,000 people on a check-in. Uh, Janet. Janet's got a plan. Hey, guys. Hey. Hi, Ian. Good. How are you? Good. All right, let's do it. So, Dante Davis, unmute yourself. We are coming to you. Damn. He on the, he at the fridge? I'm sorry, brother. Come on, bro. Let's go to Jonathan Reynolds. All right, now. Uh oh, there you go. John, what's up? What's going on? Y'all, can y'all hear me? Yeah, we hear you. Yes, brother. How you doing? Doing good, doing good. I just want to say real quick, I appreciate everything y'all doing, man. I appreciate you. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I just had a quick question. Um, yeah, I have two kids. My son about to turn one next week, and my daughter, she's about to be three in a couple months. I was thinking of looking into opening up custodial accounts for both of them. Um, I figured that would be a better way than in the 529 because I figured I had more flexibility with that one versus like, you know, having to use it for college fund. Like I haven't used it on uh, the 529 fund only for college. Um, so I was thinking about investing. I was looking at what stocks I wanted to go ahead and invest in for that. Right. So I was looking into SPY and QQQ and my plan then too was going to go ahead and like try to look at um, like add into those positions as it drops below the 20 EMA because I noticed that both of those tend to really respect that position versus just straight up dollar cost averaging every month i kind of want mm-hmm. to know your, your thoughts on that kind of strategy um we have an amazing advisor here but if i can tell you if your son's going to be one because xander's birthday is coming up in february i would just make sure that it's automated that a certain amount goes in my, my guy posted this the other day and i reposted it but if you put 2100 in for your kids and never touch it again they'll clear a million on their own the 20 EMA is great, but sometimes it can get close to it and not touch it. The best thing you can do is literally just buy every month, make it the first bill. And by the time your child is seven, 
their college be paid for and grad school. So sometimes as traders, we get so caught up in the indicators and talking because we all want that high and that dopamine hit to hit a home run. Investing and money making should be really boring. That is so streamlined that you almost don't even have to think about it. Because sometimes I've waited for it to touch a 100 EMA or 72 and it did not touch that place or get filled. The automation is the most important thing about it. And I'm this is what I've done for my son and the boy okay. When I say the boy got his own money, the boy got his own money. So, yeah. Okay, I, I appreciate that, man. I definitely appreciate that. No appreciate you, bro. Thank, thank you for the question. All right, let's try Dante again. I think I clicked the wrong name. That might have been an issue. Oh, he wasn't at the fridge. <laughs> Unmute yourself, please, Dante. We're coming to you. Oh, he's on. And yeah, Dante, one thing, how are you? One thing to keep in mind with the five twenty nine is that you can use it for um other things besides just college, like any form of education. So private school, prep school. Um, so they changed that law uh, a few years ago. Trump, when he was in office, changed that law where it used to just be for, for college, but now you can actually use it for any education, um, high school. So that's something to keep in mind for parents. What's going on, brother? Dante, what's up, man? What's good, fellas? First of all, we, we thought you went to the fridge, man, but you're here. No, I was right here. I, yeah, <laughs> you know, Janet got it under control. So, <laughs> uh, no, I just first before I ask this question, I want to say I've been watching y'all since Trapper came on. I thought it was revolutionary when he was speaking about being in prison, learning about investing in stocks. I also called Ian when he was in the, the preacher suit. Hey, and, uh, you know, I just want to say you fellas have done something awesome for the community and the culture. <laughs> and I appreciate you, That's brother. Funny. Thank you, brother. You made my night. Love, bro. That made me laugh for real. <laughs> Thank you. And let uh, the Lord say, go ahead. The, the preacher's who in the director's chair. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he, you know, he official. It's all good. Uh, but my question is, with inflation being transitory, COVID variants, supply chain issues, and a lack of labor force, how do you think industrials and consumer staples would do on the back end of this year? In particular, uh, Nike. Um, Good question. Good question. You guys want to take it first? Nike. Yeah, I mean, I'm invested in consumer staples. Um, and so it'll be interesting, man, uh, because Nike did well inside of the pandemic. Why? They had a strong online presence, unlike uh, some of these other brands. And so when we saw them at 99 and, you know, I was like, listen, this is, this is a place we need to get in because of their strong online presence. The app game is ridiculous, even though nobody ever gets any sneakers on the app. They, they sold more and had saw their revenue go up because of it. Um, like you said, outside of Apple, one of the strongest brands. And so Nike's one of those strong ones that, you know, if you're in it, stay in it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm heavy in, in consumer, consumer stables right now. And so is one of these things that is wording, Josh Brown, we got to get him back on. Um, yeah, when he was like, my guy. the wording yeah. on these, a lot of these ETFs and sectors is kind of, mm -hmm. it's interesting. Because to me, Nike is a consumer discretionary, mm -hmm. not consumer staple. Consumer staple, food, drugs, beverages, tobacco, basic household products. So it's interesting. That's that's what I meant. I meant consumer uh, discretionary. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. Yeah. So that's a why. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Dis discretionary. Because, um, I mean, for some people, it's a staple. Mm 
Like Troy. It's it's a, a, culture it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's a staple, bro. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The sumo discretionary. Okay. Um, yeah. So let, let's talk about that. Ian, what's your There's nothing to worry about with Nike. Um, if you go back to 2002, Nike was at $4.82. Oh, my God. Uh, 2000 and let's see, 12, it was at 35 bucks. Uh, and then when Kaepernick did the ad and everyone was like, yo, it's Kaepernick's going to tear about. No, I was telling you guys to buy then. Certain, okay, there are certain companies you don't have to worry about. Nike's one of them. Um, usually, if you look in any sector, if look at the top five, they've been there for a long time. Management has been great. Probably, you can argue, probably the third or fourth best brand of all time. Like some of this is so common sense, it almost feels like it's too good to be true. But if, like, I'll go back to Inception, um, the lowest it was at was at six, $5.21. Every black parent, Latino parent, grandparent has bought Nikes for their kids. That's why I say you should have more shares, triple mm-hmm. the amount of shares than you actually do pair Jordans. Because if you're not, making money from the brands that you are buying, you are a fiend for consumerism. Nike yeah. would be a-okay. A- they have yeah. virtually no competition. That'll be great. And you said consumer discretionary. So obviously Amazon um, is the largest allocation. And all of, all of the thanks stocks, Ian, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but year to date, they probably had the lowest percentage of growth, right? Probably like, mm-hmm. I think it was like four, some way, I know it was four, maybe 14%. And so obviously there's some room to go for, for, for Amazon. Obviously everyone knows that I'm huge on Amazon. I put yeah, a, then amazing 2020 though. Yeah, the 2020 was crazy. Um, yeah. And so, you know, Amazon's always going to be innovative. Uh, we spoke about that plenty of times. So Tesla, the number two allocation inside of that, that ETF had a, a hefty pullback. Um, but, you know, we're long-term on, on Tesla as well. So I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about the cons- consumer discretionaries. XLY. Yeah, XLY. Has not been doing as well. Relative. Relative. Relative, right? Like if you're up 120%, like compared to some of your <laughs> but other But if you listen to tech to index, that's yeah. all you need. Like when you have the indexes or broad-based ETFs, you have exposed, like the thing that I'm trying to drive home tonight, I want you guys to stop trying to be intellectual scientists and I want you to be wealth scientists and also like have... If we are doing this show in two years and the average person is not up $150,000, I failed you. Execute. All that banter. Okay, like, do you guys realize in 20 years, the job market from today will be cut by 80%? It's 45 years until China will take us over. And the number one thing we focus on as a community is spilling tea. There's no value in gossip. Who got us to gossip so much and not execute? It was not our community. Execute. I keep telling, there's no value in the virality that people are telling you to chase. I'm begging you to execute. That's it. The top companies that have been great. Apple's been great. Nike's been great. Like, if you don't like Reebok, not as good. Adidas is solid. Like, Home Depot, Lowe's, Costco, AMD. Sprint is terrible. Like, this, it's a simple equation. But just go execute. Just go execute. You guys don't know where Jordan got the patent leather from for the 11s. But here you come to invest in like, well, I need to know about everything. Like when did Kathy Woods go to seventh grade and come up with buy the damn stocks? Oh, you don't even know. You you don't even know what you're eating. Yep. Have no clue. You eating eating McDonald's hamburgers who 
who knows what they put in those things. And it's like, you, you're taking your risk with that, but then it's investing. It's like, you want to, you know, somebody because you, you right don't want to actually execute. Yeah, Shady, That's real. Pink cheese? slime and fake food. Yeah. And we yeah. pick, we yeah, pick, and, we pick and choose what we want to, what we want to yeah. examine. That's Conven- fact. The convenient, and the convenience. Nobody really wants to look at this McDonald's situation. You guys have no clue what's in the Moderna vaccine and been like, well, you didn't get the vaccine. I'm like, I told you about Moderna. You don't think I, okay. Good stock, not putting it in my body. He ain't about to get our Zoom cut off. Yeah, you about to, <laughs> you about to Yo, get us. come on, the CDC listening, you like, damn. You about to get us kicked off YouTube. Next question. Next question, please. 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 Well, All you right, get us Evan out Campbell. Please. Mike, edit that out. Don't put that in the clips. <laughs> please. What's going on, fellas? They're going to sneak an ad in there just because. What, what's How going on, bro? Hey, uh, Devin, what's going on, man? Man, all is well, man. Bless, bless. Uh, so I have a question. So if you have a buy and hold strategy, does it matter if you purchase a stock too high? If so, should I apply a sell stop to have downside protection? Man, okay. Um, welcome to the Hard Truth, co-executive produced by Troy and Rashad. <laughs> um, if you are well capitalized, you shouldn't have a sell stop if you're in okay. a non-volatile stock. Because what, what used to happen with me, let's say I put it at 15%, mm-hmm. 20%, it'll clip me because I'm like, I'm trying to protect my account. And then I miss out on 290%. On, on the other side, yeah. Yeah, like it's, if you're in something volatile, like TQQQ or something like that, or TVIX back in the day, maybe. Mm-hmm. But if you're in a quality company, you should look to add to. Now, can you buy too high? Yes. Absolutely. If you have one in mind, I can tell you what too high is over a five or 10 year period. Great. But it sucks when you have a great company and you bought it too high and it may take you two years or 18 months to get back to break even when you could have been up 25%. Well, so yes, example, you, you, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Like for, for example, I got in at 118 with Apple. Uh, however, throughout time, I added more to the position. So it brought up my Average cost. Average cost. Yeah. So, um, so I mean, I have a pretty solid portfolio. I have VOO, Disney, Facebook, and Apple. Uh, which I, I believe in all of those companies in a long. One eighteen is amazing entry. That's though. a great number. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like if you look the bot, the bottom of it was one sixteen thirty five in April. Yeah. Yeah. So you a master investor? Like what? <laughs> you good? <laughs> yeah. What? So yeah. If just, you wish you got in that one eighteen, please put one eighteen in chat. That's a legendary. No, you're you're doing great. Appreciate you. That's, a great, number. That's a great no, number. Yeah, and every five years, Apple do the homework should range from four hundred and one percent to like five hundred and thirteen point two percent over five years anyway. So, yeah, you're good. But if you bought, if your average price is like one fifty or one forty nine, I'd be like, mm. that's tough. But one eighteen is great. Um, and if Apple ever gets back down to 117.50, that's the area to load the boat, but 124.78 is the highest price I would get in for the long term. Write that down. <laughs> don't Jim. somebody gonna ask, where should I enter Apple yeah. at? Right yeah. there. I don't even want to say, I, I got some Apple shares. I, I, you got, I got quite a few. Yeah, I got quite a few. At a Maybe. really good price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Prior to all this. I think, uh, I think my average is like... 101, hey. something like that. Yeah. Janet, don't tell anybody. <laughs> Shout out to Apple. Company. Job well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's have, have you ever woke up and been worried about Apple? 
Never. Well, you wake up with that beautiful smile, you know Never. me. Dad. Yeah, no, nah, it's my kids' account. And so yeah. I told you, yeah, a thousand shares, a hundred dollars, that's the goal. And so we're working toward that. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you have right. it, ladies and gentlemen. Appreciate okay. you. Oh, Appreciate let's, you, Devin. Let's, let's get one more question if we can. All right, yeah. All right, Dara, we are coming to you. Unmute yourself, please. How's it going? How's it going? Hey, what's going on? Yeah, we hear you. Hey, uh, I just want to say uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, I was uh, homeless two years ago, and then uh, I started listening to Market Mondays, and now uh, I'm back on my feet again. So shooting is, is very, very important, you guys. They're not lying about that. Wow, congratulations. I'm, I'm honored. That Have man. we met before? Yeah. Uh, In Cali, met. right? Yep, yep. That's <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. In yeah. LA, I remember. I remember. Out at the LA event, yep. That's a fact. Yep. Shout out to Melrose. That was a vibe. LA was a vibe. Uh, so I have a, another question for uh, all you guys. Uh, so I was looking into the uh, fire strategy, mm-hmm. and uh, I was wondering on your, you guys' thoughts, uh, utilizing the fire strategy with amazing companies. Oh, tell tell everyone what the fire strategy is, and then I'll dive in. Financial independence, retire early. Mm-hmm. The only thing I would say, if you're looking to retire early, begin planning now what you're going to do with their free time. Um, as a person who has achieved financial freedom, what they do not tell you is if you don't have friends, family that are able to be there with you, you'll be bored out of your mind. You're, you're almost putting yourself in solitary confinement. And it's a very lonely feeling to be financially free and nobody to share it with. Mm. Now, I know some people are going to be like, oh, that's rich talk. I was broke as hell at one point, like broke, broke. Then you think money will fix everything, right? Then you get the money and be like, it's not what I thought it was. Begin planning today how you're going to spend your time. And most importantly for me, and you see me doing through action, is how are you going to help? That gives you the greatest joy. Like to hear to you say what you said, it makes all the other BS worth it. Right. So, and and it's like, yeah, they wanted to. So it's like stuff that we talked about before, just to kind of package it up is um, focus on a few companies. This is what what Ryan Leslie was saying. This is really a hedge fund approach, but focus on a few companies, not a lot. Um, And if you're going to trade, only do a few trades, not a lot. 10 max. And pile in as much money as you possibly can into those long-term investments on an ongoing basis, on a monthly basis, ideally. And then, you know, do the other portion of your investment portfolio into those trades, but focus more on the laser focused. And that's really, you know, the goal to achieve financial freedom over the course of time. Obviously, you know, you got to have revenue to be able to invest. So that's why we always talk about business as well. As far as if you watch during your leisure, we talk about so many different businesses that you can create. Yeah, right now, uh, right now I do, uh, I work as a pest control technician and I, uh, <laughs> I do that on the side. A little side no, what, what's that? No, you don't do it on the side. You do it in addition to you at the revenue streams. What's the name of your company? Because I want you guys to stop saying side hustle because even if that, if you take 50% of that money and put it into quality companies in three or four years, you're already tied in with fire. So you already know what the potential is mm-hmm. in five or six years. You can be at the goal that you want to be at and be on autopilot, but please tell people what your company is. Um, so with the pest control industry, you can't really, you know, can't really say it cause I don't have the license, but I just do it. You know, what, what city are you in? 
uh, Long Beach, California. Summertime. Put it, put, it, put it in the Zoom. 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 Shout out to the LBC. Might be, people might be interested in that. But yeah, so, you know, if you if you have two tech, two index, SBY, QQQ, Apple, Microsoft, that's just, you know, hypothetical um, portfolio that somebody could kind of mirror after. Put as much money as you possibly can in every single month into, into those. Divide it by four, 25% of your portfolio into each one of those four. If you're into trading, you know, you put a portion into, you know, some trades, maybe one, one trade a month or two, two trades a month, nothing too crazy. And, um, just keep piling money into that. And, uh, over the course of time, you'll have, you you guys will get rich. Like, yeah. Trading has considerable risk. Please consult your advisor for trade for long-term investments, six swing trades, 10 intraday trades is what I talked about in the best fast. Just follow the blueprint. You guys don't have to do anything. We we've figured out the entire blueprint for you and gave it to you. Got the blueprint. You just gotta follow it. Rule number yeah. one: real people don't gossip. Rule number two: on EYL, you gotta watch it. Hey, shout out to Jeff. I see you the twenty year fab, the twenty year blueprint. Shout got to you Jeff. inspired. <laughs> oh, shout out to my boy Fabulous. Um, twenty years, twenty year anniversary of his first album, and uh, he. Uh, he posted on Instagram the Invest Fest pictures. He posted himself holding up the EYL jersey, did the <laughs> hashtag. He actually had a really dope um, uh, com- caption. caption, which yeah. was, um, your price isn't too high. That's just not your customer. Hashtag, mm. hashtag Invest Fest. So. Thank <laughs> you, John. I'm going to raise these prices. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you dealing. Shout out to Fab, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, we would be remiss if we did not acknowledge today, 25 years ago, we lost the great Tupac Shakur on uh, September 13th, 1996. I'll never forget the day, the time, or the moment. Uh, so rest in peace to Pac. Uh, his legacy obviously lives on through all the work that we do, for sure, and all the work that a lot of us do out here. Uh, we from that generation. And we would also be remiss if we did not acknowledge probably the most influential hip-hop artist, second to Jay, um, of our, our lives, and that is Nasir Jones. Tomorrow is his birthday. He will be yeah. turning 48. So shout out to Nas. The seat is waiting for you, NAS. The seat is Please waiting for you. Please come join Queensbridge Ventures whole squad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Queensbridge Ventures, we could we could have a whole conversation. So shout out to Nas. Uh, tomorrow is his birthday. Shout out to Swiss. Yesterday Happy was his birth- birthday. Happy birthday, Happy birthday to Swiss. Swiss and the whole team. Happy birthday to Swiss. Happy birthday to Nas. Rest in peace to Tupac. Uh, rest in peace to everybody that was... Uh, in the towers or on the plane yeah. at 9-11. That was, mm-hmm. that was a couple of days ago. That was the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's, those are definitely moments in history for sure. Yeah, and our thoughts and prayers go to anybody that was affected by uh, Ida. Um, people are still trying to clean up from the effects of that. And so our thoughts and prayers uh, go to everybody who's been affected. Uh, if there's any way we can help, you just you know let us know. Uh, and I want to just uh, take a moment to recognize uh, it is National Suicide Prevention Month. And so I want people to make sure, I know we say it every episode, but actually really do it, apply it, reach out to somebody. Like I said, you never know what one conversation can do uh, to the trajectory of somebody's life. Um, so go through, your, go through your phone, go through your contacts. So you, who you, you haven't spoken to in a while and just reach out, check in on, on people because again, people, we need each other. And Ian, you brought us something very, very important. You said like, even at this level, you fight for the freedom, you fight for the freedom until you've done it and now you're the only one who has the freedom. And so it can become yeah. very lonely um, in that space. And so please check on everybody. Money is not the end all be all. Um, and so please, please, please do us that favor and do yourselves that favor as well. 
and mm-hmm. everybody's going through something. I'm going to cut you off, regardless if you're rich, poor, good relationship, bad relationship. Like, er, like the depressive state from COVID is not over. I don't know one person who isn't going through something. Please right. call and check on your people. Please, please, please. Yeah, very, very important. Very, very important. Um, on a lighter note, um, shout out to Benny the Butcher. Mm-hmm. I was listening to Burden of Proof. Um and that album, that album is very underrated. It's actually mm-hmm. yeah, it's actually an excellent body of work. And I was extremely impressed. I actually reached out to him a few weeks ago. I told him I really was a big fan of his music. He told me he appreciated it. Um but I really, I really like what Griselda has going on. Mm-hmm. And um I like their merch situation. Shout out to West Side Gun. Brilliant. Conway. Yeah. Benny, I, I really like Benny. He's a very nostalgic artist. Um, that nostalgic New York feel from the 90s. So I wanted to just throw that out there because I was listening to his album all day today. And uh I really, really enjoyed it. And I don't enjoy a lot of music these days. Yeah. So for me to say that, it really means something. And shout out to AZ, my favorite of all time. That's your favorite. Yeah, do a dial. So yeah, yeah, don't die for it. Do or die two drop, yeah. Part two drop on Friday. So shout out to Sosa. That's my guy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Little hip hop. Little hip hop moment. Conversation. Griselda is a classic example of staying in your lane and not changing styles. Like a lot of times, people end up missing their moment because they try to copy somebody else. And when that style was not the most popular, they stayed with it. And when lyrics kind of got watered down, they filled the gap. A lot of times, I, I tell you guys like some of the best lessons that you can get come from music. I know some of you guys actually like, why do we cover rappers? Some of the best lessons in business building you will get from music. Like if you go look with how Suge built death row, made a lot of mistakes, but arguably at one point in time, Suge had one of the biggest brands in the history of music. Mm-hmm. Undeniable. You have yeah. to learn and use all these, you know, lessons from Nipsey and Tupac and, you know, Dre to your advantage. So I'll say that. Can I give out a book recommendation based on the kind of conversation we had on Zoom the other day? Oh yeah, come on, let's do it. Real quick. A uh, book from Jason Calacanis on angel investing. Um, it's a great book. So for those of you that are interested in investing in the angel space, it's a good book to read. Called Angel, called yep. Angel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and real quick, uh, shout out to our brother, King Arthur, a regular contributor to, to Market Monies. Our thoughts and prayers are with you, my, my brother. Um, yeah, man, we, we, we keep you in our thoughts and uh, we actually spoke, so hold your head. Um, and again, our thoughts and prayers from Earn Your Leisure. And of course- I gotta reach out, I didn't even know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, man, another Market Mondays. Another glorious Market Mondays. Janet, do you have anything that you wanna say? Tell Rashad break the internet, Janet. Come on, I like when you get spicy, man, come on. Yeah, yeah what's the rundown for the week, Jan? We uh, all right, let me pull it up one moment. We can't, we can't, we can't. Not yet, not yet. We have to trip. We're going, we're going. I ain't mad at it. Cardi B will be on next week. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Cardi. Cardi Congratulations to her on her second child, yeah. though. That's a fact. What's the name of the child? I don't know. What, I ain't hear the name. Okay. Somebody in the chat tells us what the I'm name sure is. I'm sure it's something, something dope. All right. So tomorrow at 6.30, we have the Real Estate Club's general body meetings. And then Wednesday, we have Building Wealth with Books by Ash Cash. We also have the Parenting Lounge meeting, I believe, at 7 on Wednesday. 
Um, so look out for that. I'll send the link out. Thursday, we have the Liddy Committee um, and they'll be discussing InvestFest. Friday, we have EYL Junior Finance B and Dance Battle for kids ages eight to 13. So if you have a kid in that age range, please join. Saturday, we have Financial Planning with Shad. And then Sunday, we have the Financial Wellness Club meeting at 2 p.m. It's a whole it's a whole community. Oh, and we have orientation next Monday at 6. Orientation. orientation. That's Jan's out of Plans Town. There you have That's it, ladies and gentlemen. And don't forget Detroit, Michigan. Yes. We, will, we will be out there, the whole gang, the whole Market Mondays gang will be out there next Friday. Not this Friday. Next one. Next Friday, we are doing a networking party. Um, so come out. If you haven't been to one of our networking parties, hmm. you're in for you're in for a treat. It's a it's a new way to socialize. It's a whole social experiment. It's a lot of gyms too, and it's lovely too. It feel like how like when church is good, that kind of love <laughs> and bonding them. You, you, you was in Atlanta. You was in Atlanta with us. That was crazy. Yeah, he couldn't move. Yeah, he was in Atlanta with yeah. us. I think New York might have been more people. It was packed. Like New York was different. Yeah, New, well, New York, York was crazy. New York outside, so that was a <laughs> shout out to Jimmy. Uh, that was crazy, but uh, yeah, I mean, we've been doing all these things for a yeah, while. Yeah, Houston, yeah. Atlanta, you know, you know, that's where I met Wall Street Trapper at one of our networking events in Houston. So, yes, Detroit, Michigan, pull up. We we you have requested our presence, and um, we will be in your city. Shout out to Chill. Shout out to all of the guys out Channel there. Shout out to Ken. Yeah. Shout out to Jay. Um, the whole team. Got yeah, some, man. Got some surprises. Yeah. So this episode of Market Mondays, before we go, is brought to you by Ally Financial. Ally is an option if you're looking to bank or invest. Ally Financial is the leading digital financial service company with passionate customer service and innovative financial solutions. They are relentlessly focused on doing it right and being a trusted financial service provider to both customers and communities. Get with Ally to make the most of your money so you can save, invest, and spend on things that matter to you. Shout out to the team at Ally. Hopefully, they will open up their doors for us because uh, so, we will be. We're standing like around the block from them, I think, or somewhere, somewhere in the vicinity. You never disclose your location. I'll never know. Somewhere in the vicinity. I, 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 we had to drive. I know it was like an Uber drive. <laughs> We're standing in Ann Arbor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I went there too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> y'all, two, two tech, two I'm index. Saying, no stress. Stress. <laughs> Let's go. Yes. yes. Yo, it's been real, y'all. Tune into the episode tomorrow with my boy, Bobby Wagner, officially my new favorite player in the NFL. Um, incredible dude. Um, and so I, I, I hope y'all, y'all tune in and grab some, some real information from him. Yo, can I tell you how Sally is? Like, he'll just text me, right? Like he'll text and me and Rashad. I shouldn't just say me, but he'll text the both of us. Like, yo, how y'all doing, man? Everything good with y'all? And I'm like, yo, bro, aren't you in training camp? Like the relationship. Can you talk about that real quick? Like, <laughs> yo, relationships are worth is... so much more than money. I, I need people to really understand that relationships are so are worth so much more than money. And that's, Something that like we've encountered and really have lived by the people that you see that we actually have the opportunity to sit down with and discuss their businesses. You'll, you'll see them again. It's not like these one offs, like you'll never see the person again. Anytime we make a phone call for somebody to come help us out or do something with it, it's always like, yeah, I love you guys. I love connecting with you guys. Let's do it. What y'all doing is so important. Um, and that we can't pay for that. Like some yeah. things you can't, there's no rewards, but there's no awards for that. And so, man, just a super solid guy. And a lot of people, I mean, pretty much everybody that we've met is pretty is, is solid. Uh, and we have those relationships. We've, we've never tarnished or damaged any of our relationships. Um, and we're very proud of that. So, again, tomorrow, check it out. Bobby Wagner. Well, my before we wrap up, what's one big lesson that you took away from the episode as a teaser for tomorrow? Uh, well, just him, him breaking down a contract of how, you know, you when we think, at least, you know, for me, 
you think of a sports contract and you, you're thinking like the basic guy, oh, you got a signing bonus, you got, you know, you're thinking different things, but he was breaking it down to like, um, if you play 70% of the games and like, if you on a roster, like, but not on, like, it's so intricate as far yeah. as like the NFL specifically, the NFL is, is, is so many different moving parts. So he was just explaining. And this is why a lot of guys play hurt. Cause it's like, they got to play at least 70% of the downs <laughs> mm-hmm. in order to, to reach the contract um, guarantees. So him explaining how the NFL contract works and because the, the interview is really like a two part interview. It's mm-hmm. an interview of a player, but it's also the interview of an agent mm-hmm. because he's his own agent and he's not just smart. He has a $54 million contract. So it's not like he just has like a, you know, a hundred thousand dollar contract. Like, you know, he negotiated one of the highest contracts for his position in NFL history. So it's a very intricate conversation with an NFL agent and also a hall of fame player at yeah. the same time. So that to me was just dope to hear his mind because he's he's looking at it from both sides of the coin. He's having a conversation. He knows, like he knows exactly what needs to be in the contract because he's a player. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you can't tell me that this isn't like good because I know that I'm not gonna be able to play seventy percent of the downs. I know that I'm gonna be off at least one game. So he's looking at it from a whole different standpoint than even an agent can because he's played in the league for over nine years. Yeah, and I think my the most impressive thing, one of the things I thought was really dope is we had this conversation about Adrian Horowitz. And I'd be surprised to see how many football players actually know who they are Not or many. athletes at, at all. And so the fact, the role that they played in his investment strategy, it was like, oh, wow. Like, now this guy's different. <laughs> like, this guy's really different. And his team, shout, shout out to Tony. Um, you know, his team of people that he grew up with. You know, we, we can appreciate Tony. that. Shout out to Humble. Yeah. Um, Humble just had, had a whole article in the Washington Post. It was dope. Yeah, Humble's a good dude. Yeah. He's a financial advisor to a lot of NFL players, Charlemagne, a bunch of um, actors. He's real big in L.A. Um, so, yeah, yeah. And man. no one cares about your money as much as you do. I know athletes sometimes get criticized for trying to negotiate their own deals, but no one cares about your money the way that you do. Y'all play too much. Y'all play too much. They said that the, her daughter's name is Culture, too. Culture too? Y'all gotta stop. It ain't culture. That's, That's an hard. album. That's hard. That would be hard though. George Foreman names yeah, his kid George. Dope. He names eight gotta, kids George. Is it really though? Culture too. Why not? TWO, like uh Derek Grace. <laughs> um yes, we appreciate y'all. And don't worry, Toronto, Canada. We have something. We're gonna we we coming to Toronto. So just sit tight for that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Toronto's gonna be a... we sliding through Brampton and all that too. We just doing the light. <laughs> running through the six, <laughs> running through the whole six. You, you gotta remember, I spent a lot of time. I was in Kissing Canada. We'd be out there. Hey, I wasn't. I was in Canada way before Drake got it popping. Shout out to the six guard, but King Street, Queen Street, the whole Brampton, you know, Amen. Toronto, there. Canada, probably my favorite place on earth. We'll talk about that later on. But um, it's like a baby I, New York. It's a clean New York. Yeah, yeah. with. Way better um, <laughs> demographic. How you gonna clean this one? But way better what? Demographic. Good job well done. <laughs> what that media training? <laughs> Boy, shout out to Canada, man. <laughs> My man got the whole Black Effect media training kit. Boy, yeah, Euro. Shout out to them. Shout out to the team. Shout out to Black Effect. Boy, you've been Euro stepping all the night. 
Oh, was a couple a of booby traps for you to release the info early. You know, <laughs> okay, I'll see you. Oh man, but I, I guys, tried y'all. He ain't telling. <laughs> we love you guys, man. We see you guys next week, man. Uh, take care and uh, be good, man. Stay right, safe so. out here. Safety love first, y'all. Peace. Love is love. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.